people like this is one of my pet peeves y'all honestly like people they just want to be a coach they want to be a coach but they don't want to be the coach they're claiming to be okay do you hear me like people they want to call themselves a coach they want to be this coach making this money and they want to just they just want to be a coach but they don't want to actually be the coach they're claiming to be so when those two don't align when you are not the same person offline as you are online and when you really aren't about that life when you're not walking your walk you're just talking the talk yes mm, out of integrity and you need to go sit down somewhere and really reevaluate what you're doing Welcome to the Money Making Housewife Show, the podcast for women who want to have it all and are willing to do the work required to go get it. I'm your host, Jaleesa Smith, and in this podcast, I share lessons and insights from my journey, managing my roles as a wife and mom, pursuing my entrepreneurial dreams to let you know that you could do it too. Listen, it's definitely not easy, but we got this, ladies. Now let's get into the show. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, ladies. How are y'all doing? I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're doing more than well. I hope you're doing amazing. Okay, fabulous. All right. Do you have this thing? Okay, so this is what I've been doing lately. Over the past year, I've been challenging myself to answer people with like a lot of just excitement and exuberance. You see what I did there? Um, <laughs> that's a big word to me. But a lot of excitement and exuberance when people ask me, like, how are you? And I try to not just say good or sometimes I'll slip up and I'll be like, oh, I'm good. But then I go back and I'm like, no, I am very good or I am doing amazing or I'm having a fabulous day. How are you doing? My favorite is honestly fabulous. Like, that's just my go to. Myron Golden always says something like I'm doing better than no wait, Les Brown used to say. not remember darn it but I I know Les Brown used to say I'm doing better than most and something something and I was just like wow that's so cool like (laughs) I want a better I want a better catchphrase anyways let's get into today's topic so this should be of interest to a lot of you so I feel like I just get on here and I ramble and I talk and I just let all my feelings out and I appreciate you for listening to them I really really do but you know I want to give you more I want to teach you some things too because sometimes when I'm rambling, I'm like, girl, you can be actually teaching them tangible things about entrepreneurship, about personal development, about other things that I know that I've learned. You know what I mean? So I'm like, girl, OK, let, let's have a teaching episode, but it's still going to be fun. It's still going to be fun. But if you are interested in coaching, this one is for you. OK, so a lot of us, a lot of people, obviously coaching, especially after 2020, has become all the range, as the kids say, or as the 90s kids used to say. <laughs> but I love coaching because I love helping people. And I love to, like, I love to be able to reach out and touch that impact. Like, I love to be able to really see the impact that I have on others because I'm working with them directly or, you know, in a group, small group setting. So I really, really love coaching. It's like, it's like the next, but I mean, it is part of it is like teaching, but I never really wanted to be a teacher, but I really love being a coach. So, yeah, and it's something that you can do. You can do this either full time. You can start this business on the side. I just love it because it's literally, I mean, aside from helping people, it's honestly one of the easiest businesses to start. 
But honestly, that's also why it's one of the hardest to start properly of. Yeah, we'll say that because a lot of people claim that they're coaches, but eh, we'll we'll get into that. Like, we'll, we'll get into that. So but I mean, the coaching industry is unregulated. So there's no like governing body, you know, putting together any set of standards that, you know, coaching or coaches need to meet to call themselves a coach so essentially anyone can become a coach that's both a good and a bad thing because you don't need a certification you don't need a degree you know to do this the barrier to entry is very low because you also have very low overhead right but with that being said just because anyone can become a coach or call themselves a coach I should say not anyone can become a good coach okay and you want to work with a good coach so I'm going to share some of the characteristics of a good coach today and I'm also going to talk about what qualifies you to be a coach you know I'm sure a lot of you are wondering like okay how can I get into this or is it something for me is this for me and I mean I really feel like if you have a heart for service you have a heart for helping people and you also want to make great money you can become a coach but it there's so much more to it than that because Listen, it's not like you just become a coach and then the next week you're out here. It's there's absolutely no get rich, rich quick scheme involved in coaching. Okay, there's absolutely none. And if anyone is out here telling you that, you know, you work with them, you're going to, you know, make a million dollars or even if they're promising you like your investment back, run the other way because they just want your money. Like no I, I tell people this because they always I I moderate my husband's webinars every other Wednesday and people always ask like so if I invest in this course am I going to get um am I gonna am I guaranteed to get a deal and I'm just like no we can't do the work for you we're just teaching you how to do the thing you have to actually do the thing and implement the things that we are teaching you you know so listen but I'm getting ahead of myself here okay but I mean honestly the coaching industry gets a really bad reputation for things like that you know because some people honestly just with any industry honestly it's not even just with the coaching but any industry some people are just in it for the money like back when I worked with the government there was probably 95% of the workforce that I worked with were just in it for the money <laughs> and the benefits and the stability you know they're just there it's not like they really like it but essentially they're just in it for the money I mean they're not getting rich off of it of course but they're just in it for the money so it's with anything but it does get a bad rep a reputation for that um and you know when you're in it for the money and you're also really good at marketing and you have marketing dollars you know people can like buy into your programs get sold a dream and then get like really no ROI for their investment or they do not receive the return that they were promised you know and I'm just not about like I'm not about promising anything. I'm like when 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 you enter into a coaching program or you, you know, you want to start a coaching program, do not promise people that you're going to make them X amount of dollars. Promise them that you're going to teach them how to make that amount of money. You know, word it differently because you can get into trouble with that and people will really get the wrong impression and you do not want to be that coach especially if you just you really do have your heart in the right place, you know. But then I also have a little issue with the camp of coaches who only believe in high ticket. Like high ticket is the way to go. So that kind of gets a bad rap too in a way because from the outside looking in, if you have never hired a coach before, 
and this is just a whole new industry to you, you're going to look at it like what you want to charge me. What for what? Like I'm not even used to, you know, like people who are not even used to paying, you know, tens of thousands of dollars for, you know, a training, even though, you know, let's be honest, we did with no problem pay that money for college or not no problem. We just swiped it away or we signed those promissory notes to be, you know, in debt to <laughs> to the loan um, providers for years, some of us for like the rest of our lives. So let's be real. But, you know, there's some coaches who really believe that high ticket is the only way to go. And I'm I'm not super mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Like, I'm not normally really mad at it. The only time I have a really big issue with that is if they're talking about real high ticket. Like, you know, and and not because, and not in the sense that, like, oh, most people can't afford it. You shouldn't be teaching them. Like, no, 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 no. I don't think that. I think that it's because a lot of times what I see from these same coaches is that they spend so much of their time marketing these programs, these really, really high ticket programs to people who don't really got it like that. But, you know, maybe they have good credit or they can get access to the funds to pay these coaches for the information. And trust me, I'm all for investing in education, but it really leaves a bad taste in my mouth when I see these coaches who like, let's be real, most the majority of their income comes from coaching. And that is totally fine. Nothing's wrong with that, okay? But what I don't like is when I see these, like, coaches that are always preaching, you know, generational wealth and, you know, creating, you know, money and, and make all this money for your family and blah, 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 when the majority of their income has come from coaching. They might have done whatever they're teaching, like, one time, and then they market super high-ticket products to people who really aren't even qualified to take advantage of those offers at that time, you know, and I just feel like there has to be more integrity and more discernment when deciding who our market is and who you're actually, who your ideal customer is. Because it really feels very, very predatory when there are, you know, these coaches who they're, they're selling these high ticket products, these high ticket services, um, courses, you know, coaching programs, whatever, mentorships to people whose net income totals the cost of your program. Like if they literally make $40,000 or less than $40,000 a year and you are trying to convince them or you know you're whatever priming them to believe that, you know, if they make this 40k investment in your program, their life is going to be totally different and it's going to be different for the better and it just it just feels very predatory, right? It, so I see why coaching gets a bad rep, but but I digress. Um, I truly love coaching because I genuinely care about helping people and sharing ways with them to improve their life so they can overcome a challenge or make their life easier in some way, shape and form. Like, honestly, the reason that I even got into coaching in the first place wasn't because I just wanted to become a coach. Like that was not my dream. You know, <laughs> I just wanted to help people and coaching seemed like the best way to do it. So it was really a natural fit when I started on YouTube. I just wanted to share my journey because I, I learned like just from, you know, my day to day life, I was learning that realizing actually that, you know, people were really struggling with losing weight and it was causing them all this stress, you know, obviously health issues, but also just confidence issues. And that pained me. So I'm like, I want to make a change. I want to be the change. Right. 
So I was like, okay, how can I share my journey? Okay, YouTube seemed like the best fit at the time, so I got on YouTube. And then people started asking me after about like a year or a year or two, maybe a year and a half of teaching or just like sharing my journey. You know, they were like, okay, so can you teach me? Like, can you coach me? How do I do this? And I was also training to be a personal trainer because I thought that's the career path that I wanted to follow. But um, that's really how I fell into coaching online it was not because I sought out to be like a coach online so it's super organic um and it was really really a natural fit because then I was like oh I can help people I don't have to be there in person with them and I can help people all over the world sign me up you know what I mean sign me up and in the beginning there was not like <laughs> I was not making a lot of money at all like they my prices in the beginning y'all were laughable um, but anyway, this episode isn't about me. It's about you. So have you been considering becoming a coach or thinking about coaching or maybe doing it on the side or even some mentoring, you know? And I mean, like I said before, it's honestly a great path to go because it's such a great business to start. There's very little overhead. You know, you can do this at home with just your computer. All you need to get is like a payment processor, have Zoom, Google Meet, some some type of way to conduct the calls. And you can use Google Docs for, you know, drafting out, like outlining your programs and just deliver the program live. And that's super, that's like under 50 bucks a month, probably like under $20 a month. You know what I mean? Especially if you already paid for your computer. So it's super low overhead, right? And you can coach clients, like I said, with minimal equipment from anywhere that you can have a Wi-Fi connection, right? Plus, you get to help people from all over the world. And it can be very lucrative, you know, depending on what you're coaching and who you're coaching and, you know, just what you decide to charge, to be quite honest. And it's relatively easy to get started. The only qualifications that you actually really need are you know, like a willingness and a commitment to help people, a commitment to constantly be growing and learning and a commitment to achieving your own success. Okay. So you don't need an degree. You don't need a certification unless you legally need it for whatever you're coaching on. But most of the time you don't. So obviously the first two, you know, helping people and growing and learning, you know, they're obvious, like, of course, but I think that last one is what people get tripped up on and where the bad reputations and everything come into play because listen people like this is one of my pet peeves y'all honestly like people they just want to be a coach they want to be a coach but they don't want to be the coach they're claiming to be okay do you hear me like people they want to call themselves a coach they want to be this coach making this money and they want to just they just want to be a coach but they don't want to actually be the coach they're claiming to be so when those two don't align when you are not the same person offline as you are online and when you really aren't about that life when you're not walking your walk you're just talking the talk yes mm, out of integrity and you need to go sit down somewhere and really reevaluate what you're doing and reevaluate what you're coaching on. There are so you can literally coach people about anything. You can help them through whatever problem they're having. You know, if you have a business, right? If let, let me just okay, so pretty much when I was a fitness coach, right? I really was about that life. Like I studied fitness and nutrition all the time, all my free time, whenever I could. I listened to the podcast, the audiobooks, I was reading the articles, I was reading, I was um, studying for my health. Uh, health, what are they called? Health coach certifications and 
personal training certifications. I got certified as a personal trainer. I interned at a health club. I competed. I did all this while I had a full-time job. I would bring my own food to happy hour with my friends. Like, I was not just talking the talk. I was walking the walk, okay? So, like, after I had my daughter, I didn't want to be, I didn't really want to do that anymore. Like, I didn't want to, I wasn't so into fitness anymore. It wasn't as, I wasn't as passionate about it. And this is also why I love coaching because, you it really evolves with you you know like it's really if you do it the right way it's really based off of you know the things that you achieve the 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 things that the results that you're getting in your life that's what you're helping people through so it's like to be an integrity and to be a great coach you just need to walk people through the steps that you took to achieve the result that you have achieved that's it people overcomplicate this like if i was a fitness coach and I was teaching people like this is what I would always see, by the way, this is this is one of the things that annoyed me back in the day. I would always see this. I would see like a person. Right. They would do one competition or a, a fitness person. They would you know, they'd be into fitness, whatever. But then they do one competition. And mind you, they were trained by a coach this entire competition. They, the coach taught them everything they needed to know. The coach did their meal plans. The coach did their their fitness programs. They modified the programs as needed. They they changed the diet as needed and all that kind of stuff, right? The person didn't really coach themselves. They just, you know, they followed the plan, which is fine. That's what you should do as a client. You should work with clients that are actually coachable, <laughs> okay? But what these people would often do, they would turn around and they'd get on Instagram and because they had these cool pictures and they were really fit and everything, they'd be on stage. Then they would have the nerve to call themselves a competition coach. And I said, I saw this so many times. It's one thing if you're like, okay, you're going to be like a posing coach or something. But they were actually calling themselves competition coaches, which if you know anything about fitness, it's a different level of <laughs> it's a different level of knowledge that is required to become a competition coach to make those change. It's just different, right? It isn't the same as fitness coaching. Not at all, right? So it was just like, it's the same as if, you know, somebody has a business and they have made $10,000, like, and their highest month is like, okay, they made a 10K month. They did that a few times and like, okay, now I'm going to teach people how to make a million dollars in a year. It's like, baby, you've only, you've only hit 10K months. What are you doing? You're not qualified to teach somebody how to make a million dollars. But what you are qualified to teach them is how to make 10k months because you've done that repeatedly you know what I mean so it's just a matter of walking the walk you know in addition to talking the talk so like after I had my daughter I didn't really want to teach fitness anymore so I didn't do it I was like transitioning I had like a mommy uh workout program type of thing where I added a lot more uh like personal development in there there was like a meal plan and stuff like that but it was more like personal development and like working on your mindset and things like that after having a baby Cause I was doing the same thing and I was like, and I had, you know, I had had success, like kind of easing back into working on everything after I had my daughter. So I was like, okay, I can teach this. Right. I wasn't teaching them postpartum workout pro. Like I wasn't doing all that. It was very basic, mostly just about getting active again and, you know, taking it easy. It was more about the mindset anyway. So I started to transition into life and business coaching, which I was also qualified for because I was just teaching women who were new to coaching how to start their business, like how to get how to start coaching, you know, and literally simply walking them through what I did to achieve my results. So there it goes. I walked them through what I did to achieve my results to land my first clients, you know, 
online. I was not teaching them how to make a million dollars because I hadn't made that yet. And we may have hit a million dollars in sales in my husband's business. And of course, I was right there helping him. I was running the ads. I was doing all that. But I don't feel quite ready to teach that to people. Like, I'm not building a coaching program around that because we didn't document enough of the process to even make me feel confident in helping others <laughs> to achieve that same result. Like, oh, we need to repeat that a few more times, okay? So basically what I'm saying is what qualifies you? And this is a huge question people have when it comes to coaching. Like, okay, how do I know if I'm qualified to be a coach? Well, what qualifies you? are the results that you have achieved. So coaching is really all about helping someone who is currently where you once were and has a desire to be where you currently are. That's it. Like you're just helping them get there. You're helping them bridge the gap. You're taking them through steps one through five or A through Z if that's what you're doing, you know, in your program. I wouldn't really recommend all the way A through Z because it's kind of overwhelming, you know, (laughs) but like get them from where they're at to where they want to be with as few you know in in the shortest time as possible with as few steps as possible but in a way that's you know obviously effective and it's it saves them time it saves them money it saves them heartache and it saves them stress you know and like in any you do that and that is your value as a coach like you bring your unique flair you bring your unique vibe to the coaching like you don't just teach them the steps you help them to get through them steps you teach them all the little nuances of the steps because they can look up the steps on the internet they can look up steps one through five how to start an online business but why would they want to learn it from you of course that's where you and your unique flair your unique you know something proposition as they say your uniqueness come into play this is why it's important to have a social media presence so people can differentiate you from other coaches out there so they can really start to build that trust with you so they can learn more from you okay than just what you're telling them they can also see what you're showing them and they can see if you actually do live that life you know and the best coaches are the ones who are showcasing like showing the fact that like yeah I do this and I've done this and I can teach this to you. Okay. And you, so as a coach, you want to be, you want to have a presence obviously on social media, especially if you are helping people, you know, outside of your local area, because how else you going to meet these people? How else you going to (laughs) attract, attract these clients? Okay. Like the way that coaches attract, you know, in the online space anyway, attract clients is, by who we're being online you know so what we show and how we show up is really what draws people to us and that's why it's important okay to be walking that walk and talking that talk because you have to just you have to also show you can't just tell people what you're doing anymore like the market is too sophisticated the people they they know what coaching is now it's no longer like a mystery you know they know the online courses they they expect they have a a higher level of expectation from online courses and they have a higher level of um, expectation from the coaches and rightfully so like they know like people are smart they don't want the bs now a lot of people still fall prey to the bs let's keep it real but the clients that you probably want to work with do not okay 
And that is also super duper important is about choosing the right clients to work with. And if you like this episode, we'll talk about that in our next episode uh, next week. So let me know what you think. I really, really hope that you enjoyed this. I hope this gave you some insight into what qualifies you to be a coach and not just to be a coach, but to be a good coach and what, you know, see if you meet the criteria and really get your wheels turning on what you can coach people on and maybe this could be a nice side business for you maybe maybe this could be something that you want to start on the side right now while you're still in your job so you can begin to transition out of your job or maybe this is something that you can help to help you to help to bring you out of debt you know this can be a great way to to help you to you know, obviously make more money to to invest to stack whatever it is you want to do with this Okay, I'm over here fumbling over my words. My throat feels all dry and stuff. Let me go, y'all. Let me <laughs> let me go. Anyways, I also don't want to get too into the weeds with things. Like, I don't want to overcomplicate this episode. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And I'll be talking to you next time. Y'all have a great, amazing rest of y'all day. See ya. And of course, if you loved this episode, be sure to rate and review. Thank you.